Hey, hello, and welcome back. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is another episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast. This is the place where if you are a busy leader and you want to create more success in your leadership without sacrificing yourself in the process, well, that's where we are. You're going to get the tips, tools, and techniques today to help you do just that. And today we are talking about New Year's resolutions. You know, so many people make them, but are they really effective? So stay tuned. Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast. The place where busy leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. You know, as we approach the end of the year, many people begin to think about New Year's resolutions, right? It's a tradition that's both celebrated and on the other side met with skepticism. You might wonder whether setting New Year's resolutions is effective for personal and professional growth. Well, let's understand them a little bit. New Year resolutions are commitments that we make at the start of the new year, thus the name, right? To achieve specific goals or make changes in our lives. And The resolutions often stem from a desire for an improvement, a personal improvement, whether it's related to your health, your career, personal relationships, you name it. In a professional context, you might set resolutions or maybe you label them goals in the professional environment to enhance something like your leadership skills or improve team performance or achieve certain uh, career or business milestones, right? But here's the pitfalls behind this. While the intent behind a New Year's resolution is positive, sometimes they go in the other direction. And one key reason that that happens is the mindset with which these resolutions are approached. They're frequently made at a point where you have just had it. And therefore, with a lot of gusto and enthusiasm, you set a plan or a goal but it's not necessarily realistic in consideration of some of the things that you might encounter, challenges or obstacles. And so what happens is it is an overly ambitious goal, or that's what it turns into, and then it becomes overwhelming. Maybe it gets to the point where you don't even know where to start, which is why New Year resolutions fade so quickly sometimes. So an example, maybe that you resolve that you're going to lead, um, read one leadership book a week, each week throughout the year, okay? But you do that without considering the practical aspects of what needs to happen in order to achieve that goal. So a resolution like that, even though it's specific, which is great, it still lacks clarity because it can lead to frustration and disappointment without that. So it's important for you to remember that achieving something different requires that you do something different as a result. So I'm going to give you a framework to approach New Year's resolutions or New Year goals, whether that's personally or professionally. And um, there are five steps that I'm going to take you through. So the first step is clarify your aim goal. So we're going to use the example of reading leadership books, right? So clarify your aim goal. And what that means is that you start by defining the broader vision behind this resolution. Why are you doing it? You know, what is your reason for wanting to accomplish this? So your aim goal 
might be to deepen your leadership knowledge or to inspire more innovative thinking in yourself or in others. Or maybe it's to enhance your ability to lead and motivate your team in the new year. So that's great. But get clear on why you're setting this goal in the first place. And an aim goal is more aspirational. It's a direction that you want to go in. So that's the why. Number two, set your end goal. So an aim goal is comprised of several end goals. The end goals roll up to the aim goal. So the end goal is clear and it's quantifiable. So to read one leadership book per week, this goal is a direct actionable step towards achieving your broader vision of becoming a better leader or to um, deepen your leadership knowledge. Okay. Number three Step number three in the framework is to develop a plan. So that might be in this example, you create a list of books that you want to read. You schedule time to read. And, you know, maybe that is something that happens first thing in the morning. Maybe it's something that happens uh, at lunchtime. If you travel for work, maybe that's something that happens in the car or on planes. That's when I tend to do mine. Um, But you schedule these reading times. You're setting aside the time to achieve that goal. And maybe you even share what you're doing with someone else, because when you speak it out loud, that is um, a way for you to be accountable to uh, someone else. So this will enhance also the learning experience, because you never know who else you'll inspire just by sharing it. Step number four in the framework is you've got to have a way to track your progress. So assess how it's going. Assess your reading habits. Are you keeping up with the weekly goal or are you falling behind? Um, You might need to make some adjustments. You don't want to set yourself up for disappointment. I I say you don't want to set yourself up for failure because there is no failure. There's only feedback. It's information that comes back to you so that you can adjust. Goals are not set in stone. So the other thing you might consider is what are you learning as you read these books and how can you apply this knowledge? Because it's not just um, reading for reading's sake. You've got to be able to do something with it. It has to have uh, concrete applications in the work that you do and what it is that causes you to move forward as a leader and what it is that might be, okay, that's not for me. And then you always adjust. You recalibrate and then you adjust. Step number five in the framework is make sure that this is aligned with your personal, professional, and organizational values. So there are aspects of you that just are. This is who you are when you're not looking. These are the things that are important to you. These are the things that motivate you. So ensure that the books that you choose align with the direction that you want to go with. Um, in your personal life, in your professional life. Make sure that they tie in with the values that you embody or that you aspire to as a leader. So this alignment will help making um, make the reading more uh, relevant, more impactful for you. So there's a five-step framework just to help you think about it so that you actually get your goals or your New Year's resolutions off the ground instead of just holding them in your head and then they fade away after a few weeks. So implementing your clarity-driven goal setting. So as a leader, your first step is to gain clarity on what you genuinely want to achieve. This 
Clarity helps you to set meaningful goals and align them with your vision for leadership and what you want to occur in your department or in your organization. So start by identifying one specific area you want to improve in your leadership. This could be enhancing your decision-making skills, developing a more inclusive team culture, or improving your work-life integration. I don't say balance because I don't believe it exists. Next, consider how this goal is going to benefit not just you, you're paying it forward, but your team and your organization. So for example, Improving decision-making skills can lead to more efficient processes and better business outcomes and, and, um, and goals. So this can also increase your team collaboration and thinking outside of the box, being more innovative and relevant in your approaches. Finally, think about the steps you need to take to achieve this goal. It could involve seeking feedback attending workshops, dedicating time for self-reflection, which I always recommend. And remember, the journey toward achieving your resolution is as important as the goal itself. So it's not just about the outcome, it's about the journey getting there. So what should you do next? Well, as you approach the new year, I encourage you to set a resolution that resonates with your leadership vision. Uh, Maybe it's something in your personal life, too. Start with one clear, achievable goal that outlines um, what it is that you're going to move toward and how, and it aligns with your values and the needs of you either personally with your family or professionally with your team. Clarity-driven goals lie in the process. It is the process of setting very realistic goals remaining adaptable, getting that feedback and being able to course correct, and then consistently, not just sometimes, but consistently working toward them. So I hope that you enjoyed this session today. And remember, for more insights on clarity-driven leadership and how it can transform your professional journey, visit my website at www.debbiepetersonspeaks.com. And there you'll find resources on a number of social media outlets, a number of different types of content that are designed to help you harness the power of clarity in your leadership journey, as well as programming that I bring to organizations just like yours. So until the next time, here is wishing you all the clarity and effective goals and resolutions that you deserve. Take care and bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on iTunes or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can bring Debbie and her transformational clarity leadership strategies to your organization, visit DebbiePetersonSpeaks.com.